Good morning. Thank you for joining the Come Up, where we help you to take it to the top of your game. So today we are going to interview my co-host, Michael Van Tool. Michael has joined me almost a year now. He um, decided to step up and join me on this Come Up journey to help the community. And I really appreciate Michael. Uh, Michael and I have been knowing each other I've been knowing Michael and his family for over 32 years, so we have great friendship. And I am so glad to um, interview Michael today and just to find out who is Michael. And let me just say, I, I enjoy being co-host with you here on the Come Up Top of Your Game. I'm honored, and uh, you're so professional. And I like working with people like you, and um, I'm glad to be your friend for many years. And I appreciate that, Michael. Thank you very much. I try to keep you on the pathway because that's what my mission is. Thank is you. To keep people Thank on the you. pathway. Thank you. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot going on. So, um, Michael, I wanted to interview you today because you have come a long way. I know you started off in corporate America like I did, yes. and I'm still in corporate America, but you have ventured off. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Michael. Um, you know, I know I've been knowing you that long, and I know others that know you, but let's tell the audience the real Michael. Okay. Let's talk about the real Michael My Van name Tool. is Michael Van Tool, and the last name, let's start off with that. It's, it's Dutch. It's V-A-N, capital T-U-L-L. I say Van Tool. It's, it's pronounced, it's spelled Tull, but, you know, my family always said Van Tool. So okay. it's Van Tool. And that's how I know if people know me or not. If you say Van Tool, you know me. If you say Van Tull, you don't know me. Okay. That's the secret. Um... <laughs> So uh, I, I come from a, a family, We're, almost all of us in our immediate family when I was growing up was born somewhere different. My dad was born in Guyana, okay. my mom was born in Bermuda, okay. my brother was born in Bermuda, I was born in Panama, and my sister was born in Panama. So it was like a little United Nations. Oh, wow. And my parents are retired Salvation Army officers, so we traveled around. You know, the, the Salvation Army is just like the U.S. Army. They tell you where you go, and you just go. Okay. So if they send you to Jamaica, Panama, Bermuda, uh, St. Louis, Detroit, you just go. Okay. And so that's what my life was like. Sometimes it was exciting and fun, and other times it was it was sad because you, 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 got, you lost your friends, you know, like in school. Uh, some schools I excelled at, and then they, I got pulled out and sent somewhere else, and my grades went down. Uh, sometimes I had friends in one school, got pulled out, went to another, and didn't have any friends. So it was some good and bad, but overall the experience, I enjoyed it, I loved it, and the last time my parents were transferred, we were old enough to go on our own, and it happened to be Detroit. Who would have thought, after living in some of the most beautiful places around the world, that we would end up in Detroit. Oh, but, wow. you know, I was able to get a 32-year banking career out of it. So Detroit's not all that bad. Okay, so let's back up. You said you um, came to Detroit. So what year? Because I thought you attended Cass High yes, School. Yes, uh, I'm old enough to have uh, moved here to Detroit in around 1975. That's okay. how old I am. I, we moved to Detroit when I, in 1975, and we've been here ever since. Okay. So I got married... Bought, that's where you met your down. beautiful wife with yes. that cast. Okay. Yes, I tried to pick out one of the best 
and brightest, you know. <laughs> well, she, you did a good job. Yeah, she, she, is she graduated from great. Oakland. I, I affectionately call her Mrs. Van Tool. Her real name is Brenda. Yeah. But I call her, everybody knows by her, by Mrs. Van Tool. Yeah. Uh, she graduated from Oakland and she got her master's from Eastern and she is a human resource specialist for the city of Detroit. Uh, I think I made. Uh, and she's beautiful and uh, very, uh, very loving wife. And, and you guys have a handsome son that... Uh, we have a 19-year-old. All three of us are gra- Cast Tech graduates. That too, is So we're a great. Cast Tech family. Oh, wow. Cast Tech family. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, when I met you, it was back in corporate America. And you were volunteering for so many things. At that time, I think you... Were you on the radio show then or... Um, I Tell was doing what? I was doing radio when I was at the bank. So I've been doing radio for like about twenty three years. Yes, now. and you were doing years. community highlight, I yep. believe. Okay. Um, my good friend. There are two people that, uh, besides my parents, that recognize some of my talent. One of them is David Goff. Okay. Uh, David Goff. Uh, it was a gospel balladeer, and he also owned a record and publishing company. And I ran into him one day when I was at the bank, and I said, "Hey, uh, Mr. Goff, you know I do poetry." So he said. Um, what kind? I said, well, music, musical poetry, poetry and jazz. And he said, well, um, bring a bring a cassette. That's see, we back in the back. days. <laughs> said, bring a cassette. Come over to my office and let me hear. Let me hear you drop some some rhymes. So I did that, and I uh, was in his office performing. And he's he had this kind of um, real thoughtful look on his face. And I said, what's wrong? He said, oh no, I'm I'm loving it. I'm already looking at. The future about recording this, doing a CD, putting book, uh, publishing a book, and everything, and he did all that. Well, before we get to the book, let's yes. talk about community highlight. Your mother, yes. she's like a oh, second mother person, to you. The other person that was instrumental in recognizing some of my talent was missionary Hattie Humphrey. She's the top church lady in town, and uh, she's affectionately known I, uh, as um, Detroit's spiritual ambassador. I was doing some, she invited me to do some poetry at one of her annual banquets, which is one of the biggest political banquets in Detroit now, every March. And I recited some poetry, and um, uh, she said, can you come on the radio with me Sunday? This was the next Sunday after the banquet. So I did. And when I was walking out of the studio, she said, okay, I'll see you next week. And I said, what do you mean? She said, oh, I didn't just want to interview you today. I want you to be my co-host from now on. And that was 30, that was 23 years ago. That is beautiful. So, so I'm still co-hosting uh, a show called Community Highlights with Missionary Hattie Humphrey. She's 93 years old, and she's still, we're still working together. And that's good. I remember you being on the Detroit, what's it called, Detroit Lions or Club? Oh, the Lions Club, Club. yeah. Now, what did you do there? Um, as You know, I, there are... A lot of organizations that I've been working with. I I got my first Army of Star Awards from the Salvation Army back in 1987. Mm-hmm. But I've worked with a number of organizations over the years. I was vice president of the James Tatum Foundation for the Arts, provided um, hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars to area students in the classical arts. Okay. I'm also vice president of Franklin Wright Settlements. It's one of the oldest and, and largest uh, human service organizations in Metro Detroit. Um, and I was also president of my Lions Club um, when it was one of the it was the biggest Lions Club in Michigan at the time when I was running it um, back in the day around 1999-2000 so and that's just a a few of the organizations but I I really take part in my community and uh, it's important to me I've adopted Detroit now it is home 
and uh, I, I, I try to do as much as I can. Um, you know, like the first poem in my book. Yes, is, let's let's get let's get yeah. to that. You're jumping ahead now. I want to talk about when you first came out with "Speak on It." Um, tell me a little bit of you know your emotion. Your points are so good. So let's okay, go ahead. I want you to talk about your first point because well, I had a few one, one. The first one is actually my life philosophy. Okay. And one time I. Uh, What's the title? Is that the Bring You Back? Whatever I can. Oh, it's oh, actually what? it's in the, it's before the the poems even start. It's, oh, okay. It's, it's the very okay. first poem in the book, be, even before the actual poems start. Okay. It's even before the first chapter, and um, uh, when I I was getting a I was applying for a job at a bank. Once, okay. And the the interviewer said, "What is your philosophy on life?" And she did not know that. I had a poem already written. I basically recited the poem to her. Oh, wow. Um, she didn't know it. Okay. She thought I was just talking. Mm -hmm. But I was really reciting the first poem. It's called Whatever I Can. And and basically it's about I want to do whatever I can with the gifts that God has left in trust with me. I want to leave an eternal legacy. Um, and red, brown, yellow, black, and white, we are all precious in this sight. That was, that was my answer i got the job by the way wow that is beautiful <laughs> that is beautiful michael michael i'm looking at some of your poem on the book your first book speak on it i know you have a second book but we're not going to talk about that right now but mm -hmm. let's talk about the first book and some of these points are deep do you recall you think you know love yeah you know um just highlight when, a little bit when i when i was younger and remember this book it's been a couple of decades now yes but but, you know, I, I've gotten a little older and that the excitement of love and passion, um, it, it's, it's still there. But, it, you know, when you're younger, it's more intense. So all that passion came through in my poems back okay. then. Okay. Uh, so I, made, I did a collection. Some of them were love poems. Some of them were inspirational. Okay. Uh, some of them were travel because I traveled quite a bit as part of the Salvation Army. Yes. Um, and then there's a, the first chapter in the book is all rhythm style. Everything in the first chapter is set to music. Okay. Uh, so you can find it on YouTube. If you go to YouTube right now, Michael Van Tool, V A N T U L L, you can listen to every and song. At the, the end, chapter. he's going to do one for us. Oh, okay. I am? Yes. Oh. You're going to have to pick one out of this book to oh, do, Michael. Okay. Okay. But um, let's go on. So after all that, you decided to leave corporate America and. Um, after what thirty years? I kind of retired. I mean, retired? Um, most people retire after thirty-two years, and, um, and I took that opportunity. Uh, there were some things that were happening at the bank that um, you know I was. I, I, it was to me. It was a sign to. Now it's time to go on your own. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you know things happen. You know when that happens. You you just feel that vibe that it's probably time to exit. So, yes. Yeah. So so I how was it getting back? You know, getting out there and doing your own thing. Tell us a little bit because you're a business owner, and this show is about helping business owners. So tell tell the um, audience how you know you did that. It was tough the first. It, it's true. The first five years, it's like you learn so much, and it's like a make it or break it. Yes. And um, uh, had business partners, and then you, after a while, you start to see if you know that you maybe want to operate independently. You want your freedom because that's why you know that was one of the reasons why you might leave a nine to five job because you want your freedom. 
Uh, so you have to find yourself. Then you, there are business lessons you learn too. Um, and one thing I learned, let me tell you, this is one of the most important lessons. I've, it's two lessons I've learned. Number one, to stay focused. When you come in, because I was coming in and I'll go and check my emails. Mm-hmm. I'll go to Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'll go to CNN.com. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, hour and a half later, I'm still on social media. I'm yeah. still on Instagram. Get and distracted. Twitter. Yes. Stay focused. Um, and then be careful about people that waste your time when they come up to your office, when they call you on the phone. Uh, stay focused. That's number one. Okay. Number two, um, number two is don't get all excited when you do a deal. Like I'll I, I'll get a deal. Let's say it's five thousand dollars. Yes. And I'll close it. I do. It was primarily. Um, Radio advertising sales. Okay. So um, I'll close the deal for five thousand. Uh, I'll take it to the bank, and then the next day I will take the day off, and then you the thought day, you made you yeah, some money. And then the next day I'll come into the office, but I'll sit up, you know, um, smoke a cigar. Oh wow, you celebrating? But you know, I'm just saying figuratively. I'm not saying literally. But I I phoned it in. I'll come in and relax. I'll go to lunch. And then about a week later, I realized I haven't done any work because I'm still celebrating that $5,000. And guess what? I have office rent. I've got um, personal expenses, uh, office expenses, uh, gas, food, you know. And then all of a sudden, that 5000 is down to four. And then a week later, um, it, uh, it's down to, to three. You know, and then I have nothing in my pipeline. So the other lesson I learned... Don't celebrate. You can celebrate on your way to the bank to make that deposit, but when you get back to your office, get back to work. The next morning, get up and get back to work. Stop thinking about the deal you just did because mm-hmm. that can really cost you, um, and you know it can it can really kill your momentum. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. and as a small business owner, you have to keep moving in order to make cash. So, yes, 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 you can, yes. because it's just you. It's not, uh, and the other adjustment was, I was so used to getting a, a paycheck every two weeks. You know, I had vacation, yes. um, I had dental, health, I had all the perks, and a regular paycheck. But then when I went on my own, all that stuff ended, because I'm too young to get pension and social security right now, so yes. I still have to work. Yes. Um, so, you know, it was like a lesson learned. And this is where a good supporting family come in, wouldn't you say that? Yes, because your absolutely. wife was very supportive. And, yes. And, and, oh, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. God. Thank God yeah. I was married to Mrs. Van Tuyen. Yeah, she's a great person. Brenda is a great person. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, I know you have a second book coming out, but... Bef- but um, before we get, I want to hear a little bit about what inspired you to um, do a second book of poetry. I mean, the, no, the first one you said was from your travel and growing up and your love life that you, you know, yeah. been through. What Matter inspired fact, somebody, you? I, I wrote somebody um, some, some love poems once and uh, they saved them up and, and they sent them back to me. They brought them back to me one day and said... Look at look! I saved them. I didn't want to throw them away. And when when they did that, that's when I realized there was some value to it. That, mm-hmm. that I thought it was I thought it was just for fun. Yeah. And they saved it up and brought it back and showed me. It was about it was about eight to ten poems. And I, I ended up having to take it seriously. And then unfortunately, my mother in law died. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Van Tool's mother yes. died, and they asked me to write a poem for 
her at her funeral, and I did, and uh, people were like, I saw people talking after I did, and it seemed like they were like really impressed by it and all that. Yes. So I and this was down in Georgia, and when I came back to Detroit. Uh, somebody said, Mike, you need to go out and do this. So but, I went down to Cafe Mahogany back mm-hmm. in the day. That's what I was going to say. Park. I remember back in the days yes. when we used to come out. You know, Brenda used to be there. You got your little celebrating crew cheering you on. Yep, I had my and, groupies you know, and everything all, down there. I, I remember those days yes. that when you started off and you started doing your... I think it was this little joint on 8 Mile and... Yep. Bird. Eight mile too. Hot yes. spots on and then mile. you used the to go down to the six mile. Yes. Coffee and cream, cream on living yes, oyster. Oh, remember. I used to hit all the spots. Yeah, I remember those days because Miss Van Tool used to be there, and we yeah. all used to be there yeah. cheering you on and stuff. Yeah. So, what inspired you to write the second book? The Is second that, one, I I still I was still writing. I was still accumulating them. And, um, you know, I decided it, it was enough to do a second book. So there's a sec- there's enough so to do a second, second book. book. It's title. called The Red Brick Cafe. It should be out next year. Okay. Um, it's at the publisher now. Okay. Um, and it's a little more edgier mm-hmm. than, you know, because I've lived life and I'm a little older now. Yes. You know, and like I said, all that beautiful um, rose-colored stuff from the past has opened up to reality. Yes. And so uh, it's, some, some, it's a little bit more... Uh, Vivin, uh, this next one. So, okay. so looking forward for next year. Well, I'm definitely. looking forward to it too, Mike. But so, um, I want to bring something to you out. So, I yeah. heard a little birdie talking to me, telling me that you, after all these years, you decide that you might be interested in running for a political seat. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that's not coming right now, but you're considering it. I'm thinking about it. You know, I have always, like I said, we talked earlier that I've been a part of a number of local um, nonprofits, and I do take my community seriously. Um, I vote every election. I'm, I work for the Elections Commission as a chairperson in my precinct every year. Um, and Missionary Humphrey introduced me to a lot of candidates over the years. So I, as part of my company, Michigan Ocean, uh, another part of it, I also do... Uh, work for candidates mm-hmm. uh, uh, as their campaign manager, um, speech writer, spokesperson, uh, any capacity that we negotiate on. So I have had a foot in politics. I'm thinking about running uh, for Detroit City Council um, in, in the next five to eight years. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so I do have a um, that long gap. We're not. I thought yeah, we were. I thought. Yeah. I was hearing like three years. Uh, but it, it could be. It, it, it could, could be. be. Okay. Um, and I, I do have a radio commercial out right now okay. um, that I've been running on a couple of stations. So you're considering it? I am considering oh, okay. it. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, I do have a campaign. Um, so what changes do you think you I, can make I've in already, the city? I've already hired a political um, strategist to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I've gotten that step. I've also... I'm going to form an um, exploratory committee sometime in the next year or so, and I'll take their recommendation. Okay. Um, and uh, I do have a radio commercial that's running now called uh, We Are One. We Are One Detroit. So okay. I, it is serious. 
but I'm, I'll go on the recommendation of my um, exploratory committee, and whatever they decide, then I'll, I'll okay. go, I'll do it. Mrs. Van Tool has uh, support has, is supporting me. That's this, great. This That's time. A, it's always good to have the support of your spouse because yeah. that means they're going to be behind you a hundred percent on what you decide. So it's always wonderful. And you feel a lot better because you have yes. that, you support. know, support yeah. from yeah. your wife. Yes. So, yeah. yes, Mr. Van Tool. Well, you have shared so much great things with us. I'm, t I'm trying to see. Am I? Um, you are a part of the community. Mm -hmm. You have a wonderful um, family. Um, great things about you, Mr. Van Tool. Is there Thank anything you. else you want to share with us before we end this? You know. Well, I think, well, we did talk about uh, the first poem in the book, um, and I just did want to share my philosophy, and um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you know, a lot of it has been relevant over the years, um, and and it just starts out to say that.